Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, this is Eunice. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I just felt led to continue on the topic about racial justice in my video. And so I just wanted to share some thoughts that I feel like the Lord put on my heart this week with the heaviness and heartbrokenness of the news of Dante Wright this week. You know, first off, I just want to say um, to my black and African-American brothers and sisters that are watching that truly the Lord's heart breaks for you and my our prayers are with you guys and so um something i felt like you know as i was praying is i was asking the lord lord you have just a solution in this hour i know you do like what is your solution for this hour and something i felt like the lord saying to me was where are my obadiahs and so, you know, I just want to read from 1 Kings because this is a scripture that I was directed to and it's 1 Kings 18 and starting in verse 12. Yet I, your servant, have worshipped the Lord since my youth. Haven't you heard, my Lord, what I did while Jezebel was killing the prophets of the Lord? I hid a hundred of the Lord's prophets in two caves, 50 in each, and supplied them with food and water. Now here is a time where... Um, the prophets were being killed by Jezebel. And so this man, Obadiah, saw the injustice and he did something very proactive about it. And that's where I felt like the Lord was calling forth the body of Christ right now, is you are, we are watching um, black men and women unjustly killed. And I feel like the Lord is saying, who, where are my Obadiahs? Like, will you rise up? Especially to those of us who really like, maybe we haven't experienced racism where our life has been threatened, but there are many of our black brothers and sisters that feel threatened, that live in anxiety because of the times that we're living in, because of the brutality against their people. And so that's something I feel like the Lord wants us not just to be aware of, but what are we gonna do about it? And so what did Obadiah do about this? So he saw an injustice. He went out of his way to fight against that injustice. And by out of his way, I mean he was even willing to risk his life in hiding these prophets. But not just risking his life only, he even risked his finances and, and gave out of that um, place where, think about it, he was feeding 100 prophets at, with food and supplying them with water. Can you imagine the great inconvenience that would be and also the great finances that he poured in to seeing this injustice um, squelched like he was hiding them like he saw the injustice and he went out of his way to hide them and take care of them and so I was just so convicted by this scripture today um, and this week because if you think about it 
Um, how many of us, when we see the injustice going on against the black community right now, will inconvenience ourselves to go out of our way to see justice for this people group in our nation? And I feel like the Lord is really um, bringing this challenge to the church um, right now, and it's in the forefront. You know, there are many people hurting right now. Who is going to rise up and help them? So just a quote I wanted to share, even that I saw on Instagram this past week is. So this uh, minister, his name is Terrence Lester. So he wrote, if I could be next does not cross your mind, then let there be more listening and less questions, more lamenting and less questions more compassion and less questions, more fighting for change and less questions. And remember, tears are temporary, but death is permanent. I was so convicted reading this, um, mainly because, okay, so he says, if I could be next doesn't cross your mind, then let there be, okay? So even that first line brought so much conviction to me because I read this news article about what happened, the unjust killing, okay, of Dante Wright. And yet I have three boys myself that aren't that far in age from him, but that was not a thought that crossed my mind that my boys would be next, okay? But there are a lot of people um, among our like among our friends in the black community who are grieving right now who are fear fearful for their kids safety or their spouse's safety or their own safety and that's the part that really I feel like the Lord is making us pause in this moment and breaking our hearts right now for our brothers and sisters in Christ you know for our brothers and sisters just in this nation not even just in Christ just across this nation the injustice that many are facing and the fear and anxiety that many are facing and yet this question still arises up in my spirit where are my Obadiahs and that's something that I personally am feeling convicted about is how is my family how am I gonna sow into seeing this injustice um, addressed and overturned you know because there's a lot of people that are really hurting right now and so I just wanted to pose that question to you guys but another thing that I wanted to just share and express just from my own journey in trying to learn more in trying to lean in and listen right now because the thing is is there is a rise of um, Asian hate in this nation as well and so I know even the reason why I did one of my previous videos about racial justice especially um, what happened in the news in the Asian community is I feel like there is anxiety even among Asian people right now is maybe it's not um, to the point of death worrying about like am I gonna die but will my parent be beaten when they're walking on the street like that's a real question that a lot of our friends are asking right now and so there's just a lot of people hurting and so that's why I feel the need to talk about this but as people are hurting something I just wanted to encourage those listening is I felt like this past week the Lord was just showing me Eunice I am still raising up a remnant of people that will be Obadiahs 
And so I just wanted to encourage you guys with that thought because um, something that my family has really been growing a lot in is um, at this new local church that we've been attending this past year. And something that I love about this local church that we go to is that it is very racially diverse. And so um, that's something that drew our family to this church, but also we just love the church's values in every aspect. But one is including in the area of valuing racial diversity. And so something that astounds me about this church is, um, you know, last week I was sitting in service and I was just, I always leave the sermon feeling so provoked to love Jesus more. But something else I was provoked by last week that I want to share with you guys is I always look at around the room every week and I see the racial diversity in the room where I see many people of color at this church. I also see many um, white people there. And something I remarked to my husband Chris in the car was how blessed I am when I see all this racial diversity and unity showing up at church. Because one, it just shows me again that people love Jesus, but two, it also shows me that people care. Like I feel a greater hope for humanity when I finish um, attending this church each Sunday. And what I mean by that is this, sometimes when you read the news, you get really discouraged thinking, oh my God, this is happening again. Lord, police brutality against people of color is happening again. Or when you read the news and you see, you know, I was just reading on Instagram, um, this pastor was sharing in California how one of his church members in the youth group was beaten as she was standing up for someone else who was getting um, bullied in the park. And... Um, it just broke my heart because it's just astounding to me what's happening in the news and these news articles. Now, what I just want to say is like, yes, I know that the news and the media can exaggerate these things, but the reality of it is these things are actually still happening. And so we can't just chalk it up to, oh, the media is exaggerating it again. I feel like there's something about leaning in and listening. Another person was unjustly killed. Another person was beaten because of their race. And it makes me lean in and pause. And so the thing is, is um, sometimes when I read the news, I honestly can feel hopeless. Like it's just overwhelming when you see all the problems today. And this, these are not new things, I will say that. But it just, sometimes it's overwhelming. But something I felt like the Lord say to me last Sunday when I was looking around the room at church and all of the diversity there is Eunice, there are people still showing up and they care. Like they care. And so something specifically that really blessed me was just looking at all the Caucasian people that were at our church. And I just think about how they willingly are attending this church where it is mostly led by a very diverse um, leadership team. And the pastors are people of color. And it just like, honestly, something in my heart leapt with hope where I feel like I just want to say that I know that there are still people that care. And so right now, 
I just want to encourage everyone who is truly just hurting inside because of these race issues. I want to encourage the people who are not just hurting, but like also wondering, God, is there hope? Like, do people care? And what I want to just speak to those people who are discouraged, who are wondering if people care, is God is raising up his Obadiahs. He has, is raising up a remnant that of people who will care, of people who will invest even their finances, invest even risking their lives to see a change in the justice system. And so that's what I just wanted to share with you guys um, today, because I feel like um, it is so easy to give into hopelessness right now. And, and I'm not talking about grief, because we need to grieve these injustices. But I'm saying if once you grieve, you're sitting in a place of hopelessness those are the people that I want to talk to today because I feel like in the Lord there is always hope in his word there is hope and right now he is raising up world changers like Obadiah and so that is a question I even want to leave to those who might not feel like this what this pastor was expressing um is like maybe you haven't faced racism in your life or maybe it's been very infrequent or maybe you have just um, felt different levels of racism in your life. For me, I was as a child made fun of a lot for being Asian, but I never felt that my life was ever threatened for being Asian. And that's where my heart really has been hurting for the black and African American community is because they are wondering, am I safe? And are my children safe? And that's the part that just really breaks my heart as a mother is because I do pray and hope that America will be a, a safe place for our children, wh whatever color your skin is. And so that's just something that I wanted to share. And so that's just what I'm sharing in this video. But I just wouldn't want to also say that I'm preparing videos of interviews with some friends of um, friends that are people of color. And so those will be coming out in the next uh, few weeks. And so I just really hope that as I do these videos, more than coming from a position of like defensiveness or I'm saying, oh, the media is overblowing this situation or whatever, what I really want to ask everyone listening is will you lean in and try to listen to other people's experiences and instead of invalidating people's feelings, can we as people of God try to hear what people are experiencing and try to work toward change. So those are the thoughts that I had for today. I just want to thank each and every one of you guys for your love, support, and encouragement. And I also want to just say, just as the people of God, can we just really lean into his heart on this issue? Um, so again, thank you for listening. I hope that you guys are having just an amazing week where you can encounter his love in a fresh new way. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. 
So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.